Yeshin, you have one? Okay, uh, this is the Mar Malkam we're on. For those of you online, the multi copies, and we began last night the complex and fascinating, I would say, uh, backdrop is tragic, but the optimistic line is that there are people trying to do Kirov and there are people coming back, and the question is how to do it in a kosher way. And it's a big machlekes. We're first going to show Rabbi Meisha, Rabbi Yoshev, and many others. And then they'd study him in the other direction, and then some possible derech halach of what a more common minig is. So last night we saw Ramesha has two chuvas in front of us, two short ones. They have a lot of information. It's very, very clear. Ramesha, in the first chuva which we saw, it's in Sadiches. They asked him about making a minion. Apparently they made the minion already thinking it was the best mitzvah they can do. And Ramesha says, they meant well, although Ramesha didn't say that. But it's an Avera Chamura because you're inviting children to a youth meeting on Shabbos when they're going to drive. And instead of being Mechanach them for Tefillah, why don't you be Mechanach them for Shabbos? And there's no head to the cause then to be Mechal Shabbos. And he's talking to the brother of that minion. He says, Shemavatalit. And if you can't Vatalit right away, give Tachacha as long as you can till it becomes bottle and try one by one with the children to convince them not to come. And strongly mashm the tshuva. Well, the mashm, he talks about chinuch. We're not even talking about higil mitzvah, we're talking about children. The tshuva we're going to begin to look at tonight, Sazi Tess, is a similar scenario. They're inviting people to join the minion, knowing full well that first part of the discussion, they will drive. The second part of the discussion, they might drive, and we'll see the difference I'm just going to cut across a lot of hakiras every time you have a lift neighbor, Shaila. The percentage, is it a vada, is it a suffolk? We're going to see a lot of that. And Ramesha spells out a shita that he has, and he repeats in at least three other chuvas, which we're not going to see now, because I want to at least... Uh, put out the various shitas directly on the Chilo Shabbos or any other halacha that's being put aside. Is there any heter for the Lifneiver and the greater good? But remind me, maybe three, four weeks from now, to show you how Ramesha takes the shita he's going to mention now, which is a bit of machlekes, and applies it to other areas. It's absolutely fascinating. One of them is even a throwback to our magic shows where he talks about uh, Mesis, and he's going to introduce that now. So, the Sugya Lefnever, you wouldn't think it has anything to do with the Sugya Hanifa, where he showed that it did. You wouldn't think it has anything to do with the Sugya Mesis. You think about it for a moment. Mesis and Mediach is about as severe as you get in Chumash. Moving comes up to Shemin, says, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? You want to go do some Avarazar? It's the conversation in Chumash. And and the Gemara talks about the Mesis and the Nisus. 
Medeach is for a whole city, and there's consequently an adachas. If it did happen, it didn't happen, but right for the city gets involved. Amesis is a one-on-one, and he's doing an Avera either. He thinks that it's more fun, Rahman al-Islam, to do with two people, or he feels guilty and he wants to get other people involved. Whatever the motive is, doesn't make a difference. But he's actively pursuing, you want to go do this, and his reaction is, why would you want to do that? It's Avarazara. The Gemara describes, and he says, no, this is um, this Avarazara, it's Meitiv, it does this, it does that, all sorts of schoolers, and he tries to talk him into it. So the reaction should be, in case, Leilainu, you ever come across this, you tell the fellow that um, I'm busy right now. Can you meet me here nine tomorrow morning? We could discuss it. And if the guy says yes, they'll say, "Sure, I understand you're busy." And they're busy. nine o'clock here. And you make sure it's somewhere near the park with a lot of bushes and the large ones, really bushy type, where you can hide people behind it. You can get a fence if you want. A picket fence would be okay also, as long as with an earshot. This is a chiddush nifla. We don't do this anywhere, not for a machal Shabbos, not for a Gilea Only, well, only is the shayla how much is restricted. But let's start with the Pusik. The Mar assumes, and the Pusik seems to say, it's talking about a guy who's actually trying to get somebody to do a vodazar. So he's going to try to frame him. We never do that. Even a machal Shabbos which is as bad as it gets before this, we don't set up Aiden beforehand so they're not hiding behind a bush or a fence. And the Dehenim, as they're sitting on the case, are supposed to be looking for schusim. It's Hilo Eidah. We're mahapik peschus. The only time we don't do that is by a Mesus and Because it's a chaytia machtias arabim. We don't want to kill an innocent person. We want to verify it's true. But if it's true, we don't look for any schusim. Says so in the Pusik. No bending over backwards, think of Alumdis wise putter, no Rachamim, Rachamim and an Achzer like this. Anybody who can, bad enough, he's doing a very, he's got to get other people involved. Anybody who could do this doesn't deserve the Rachamim, and that's Achzarius. And therefore, no Limitzchus, no Itziluedim. That's by Avarazar. The question, one of the questions I'm actually going to deal with, is there a concept of Mesus and Medea by Sharaveris? The context of the Pusik seems to be a Zara. Moshe claims here and three other chuvas. And one of the chuvas, he's answering the questions on this chuva. And he absolutely holds that it does apply to other Averis. And if you convince somebody to do any Avera, you are a Mesus. Not for the Chiyamisa, Mesus, the Chiddush over here is, even though he doesn't do the Avarazara, he's Chiyamisa for convincing the other guy. And Rosh says, no, Chiyamisa, but the other dinim, that Klape Shemaya, he's really a bad guy, and that we don't look for schusim, and there's no Sanigaria, and Losachmav Losachasalov applies to anybody who's convincing other people to do an Avera. Ladugma, let's take a small one. This wouldn't mean again, again here. Let's say you're, uh, you're visiting somewhere for Simcha, you're in a shul, and all of a sudden, the, right before. Uh, Shishi, two guys come over to you and says, hey, you want to go to a kiddush club? You can imagine such a thing. Not only is he causing him to miss Kriya Satera and Brochus and everything and disrupting everything and let alone coming late uh, for the only drosha they might hear in such a scenario, is Mamesh, he's a Mesis and Mediach. 
You cause somebody to join you. So why would you do that? You think it's right? So I think some people think it's okay. I think no, it's not okay. But misery loves company. Whatever the case may be, you would never think a mesis medir. I use that example and this is on my mind. Somebody today asked me about that. Why is that? Oh, it's zilzil and uh, walking out in the Seva Torah, unless you have to use the breast room or something like that, is a real of it. It's a zilzil of Kavit it's a zilzil of Kriya Satera, it's a zilzil of Tefillah. It causes, talking, it causes, there are many of errors, of course, and a few bitl, I can't call bitl assays, but yeah, it's a lot of errors involved. But here, can you imagine this area? He's trying to spread around the world. He's like, Come out, I'm going to miss uh, David, I'm going to miss, uh, that's fine, everybody does, we got a whole crew down there, whole chavra. Uh, well, I'm talking about a guy who's convincing somebody else to go. Okay. This makes my deal over here. Not that he, it's a chil Hashem if he does it and people follow by example, but that's not as bad as actively recruiting. Or a guy uh, has this uh, notion in his head that there aren't kama vakama loaded serum of going to see a movie or something like that. And he's going out and he calls all his friends. You want to come? He said, nah, I'm out in the mood. Come on! Actively getting him to do our favors with him. So we think that's not nice. It's Lefnever. It's also Lefnever. You used to already. Moshe's now going to raise the bar. If you're actively convincing somebody to join you in a Havera, that's Mesa's a Medea. Losachmov, Losachasalov. When I'm happy, Pachus, is a different initial genre. That's a scary thought. So then, uh, if you know this, then maybe the things you thought were mutter, but maybe they're not. You would at least keep it to yourself and not convince other people to do it. Baseball's okay. Baseball was the first hetter we had in the Chukasayim. So Gavra says that baseball's okay, that it's not Chukasayim. He didn't discuss the preachers and everything else. That um, we're going to, we'll get back not to the baseball, but you'll see an example um, when we get to the other Chukas Ramosha, but that's going to be for a while on the Macy's idea of the example. He, when he talks about the magicians, he it, it's a frightening thing. Ramesha says this. He doesn't even bring a shayla. He says this emphatically four times, four different sugyas. And when he talks about the magician, you'll see, he says, uh, I remember Ashita, he's the makel. He thinks sleight of the hand is not really us or apidin, but the Chachman Sadam says it is, and he doesn't, doesn't tell people to do it. But one thing's for sure, if anybody's going to believe him, and if he's claiming he has powers, or if he says he doesn't, but he says it quickly, and then they will believe that he does, which happens all the time, He's a Mesus Medir because he's Mesus them to get into Kishuf and the occult and follow this guy. <laughs> For a Chuvur, a Moshe's the Makel and trying to claim it's not really us if it's only sleight of the hand. That's pretty heavy. I'll show you that inside later when we get to it. But he applies this in all sorts of different ways. So the point is not Nagea only to Avodazar, it's across the board. That's a really give people pause for, for thought. And I only use the Kiddush Club because somebody from a completely different uh, community, almost a different state, happened to ask me that today. He said, uh, how do I give uh, a Muslim to somebody who's not only uh, disrupting to taking people with him? I said, oh, it's interesting. Interesting. You should ask. I have a share tonight. And Ramesha would call it Mesa Samedich. I said, Mesa Samedich. I wasn't expecting that kind of firepower. But uh, if you actively solicit somebody to do an Aver, even though you're just trying to be friendly, um, if what you're doing is wrong, then that's, uh, that's a problem. So let's begin the tshuva. The tshuva, the backdrop, again, is uh, the 1950s, and there were a lot of people driving to shul. The context, this tshuva is absolutely fascinating, not only for the hashkafa 
and the Lamdids, but the historical backdrop of what they were up against. In the 40s and 50s, there were a lot of shuls that were still had immigrants, and they were still officially orthodox, but there was a big battle. Should we bring a microphone, take down the machitza, lower the machitza, raise the machitza, which direction are we going? A lot of them went in the wrong direction and just went off. And some of them were pulled uh, and saved. It was a... It was a battle. I'm, I'm telling you that now because the last paragraph in the Truva, Moshe addresses his other Shaila about staying in a shul where there's a lot of funny things going on with the members, not necessarily with the service. What should you do? So that's the context of what's going on, but that, that happens today as well in certain places. Neshalti, Me'arav, Rav Naftali, Kaba. The title over here. We know they're coming in machines. So, the start off, the first part is, we know they're coming. X amount of people are coming, they live too far, and they're just coming in cars. So, on one hand, they're doing Kirov, so they want to encourage people to come to shul. The problem is, a lot of those people are going to be coming in cars. All you want to be down the kashchus, maybe they're all coming with chauffeurs with goyim. There was a lot of that last night this year. Uh, not exactly. Certainly not in the 1950s in Detroit. I know they had a lot of cars in Detroit. But <laughs> I don't think they each one can affirm a, uh, <laughs> can handle a chauffeur with a... Uh, so, um, and I'll mention, Aaron, what you were asking. Even that, on a public level... And somebody who once had this uh, idea, he meant well. Uh, he called me up, and he lived in a place with many, many seniors. So he called me up, and I didn't know the guy from Adam. Uh, but he called me, he said he's calling from a different state, slightly warmer temperature. And that doesn't, I didn't tell you which one yet. There are a few, this could be Texas, California, Florida, it doesn't make a difference. And uh, he said, you know, there are a lot of seniors and uh, it's hard for them to get to shul and they want to go to shul. He says, I'd like to set up a bus service with official bus stops where driven by a guy, of course, and we'll have it all over the uh, area and they'll pick everybody up for shul and then we'll take them back afterwards. Isn't that a wonderful idea? Public bus service driving around the community. So I'm wondering, sounds like a nice guy, totally like, so I said, uh, why are you calling? So he said, no, I just wanted to know, would you consider giving a haskama? I, it's nice to be known as a makel when it's needed, but <laughs> it's, uh, so I said, uh, no, that's actually a very, very terrible idea, and that's a zilzal Shabbos, and you can't do that publicly. So he started saying, which this is dangerous when a person thinks that they know alumnus. I know what he's about to say. He's going to say, well, they have a din of a chayla, but they're very old, and a mirlachim is mutter makam chayla, and a guy is driving the bus, and therefore two plus two equals five. What's the problem? You like that, huh? <laughs> it wasn't him. It's was many years ago. It's an absolutely insane, destructive idea, and no, we don't have official bus service driving people around because they want to go to shul. As much as we love shul, and the kiddush afterwards, the legal one, and minyan, tefillah b'tzibah, kriyas t'hara, the chavr shav, it's all gavaldi. You can't set up a public, but <laughs> you can't do. Can't, I mean, I'm, it's, it's like so obvious. Does everybody understand? It's not so obvious, I'll explain it. 
But um, if we had public bus service, it would be all over. <laughs> just that's different. Chacham and Brosha, you got to know there's certain things you just can't do anything. Yes, I mean Lachan Mutter on a one-off basis, and there's what, an individual Shaila, not to set up a whole. But he says they, they, no one's setting this up, and they're just not getting there. I'm sorry to hear that, and that's sad. And we should get volunteers from the local, from population to get them there as an air in that place and wheel them and get them wheelchairs. And but no, you can't have an official bus service picking up Orthodox people all over the city. So. I guess either you understand that, <laughs> the Pashit, or um, I don't know if he understood or not, but I didn't give the Haskama. Uh, I, I think it's uh, just, you know, there has to be in the sugi of, uh, I alluded to this last night with the Maharsham, he would say, oh, a guy's going to eat Nevedas and Trefus and Chazer versus a minig, what's the Shaila? And the Maharsham, who knew how to be Mekel, uh, thought otherwise in a very strong way, and we will uh, see some of that soon. So Ramesha is talking about Yechidim. He's talking about Lifnever. He's talking about Mesis. But he's also talking about a communal level. You want to make an invitation? Very nice. The shul make an invitation. Everybody should come to the shul. Davening is at 8 o'clock in the morning. I don't think this shul davening is at 8 o'clock in the morning, but okay. And uh, we want everybody to come. And that's a very nice outreach. But not if they're going to drive. And even the Mekilim are, as I mentioned, and we're going to keep mentioning, is only on a case-by-case basis. Not for something like this. After the share, we're discussing, is, can we just close the parking lot? If we don't know what's going on, there are a few people parking a block away and come. We're not going to check everybody's uh, ID and ask, uh, bark at them when they come in. How'd you get here? And what are you doing? Mesh is not suggesting that. Mesh is talking about a case you want to be proactive and you know they're driving. And you're inviting people who are going to drive. That's the case over here. And we're not condemning the shuls where 5%, 10% are still struggling with this, but they're smart enough to park out of view and nobody's asking any questions. And we didn't invite them in particular here. It sounds like Roy for them are going to do a good percentage. So, hey, Shafti, Dilahazmin, four lines down. Dilahazmin, Sarachaik, and Baifin, she after she avoid below Chil Shabbos. First of all, going to talk about the ones who are really far, and there's no way, I mean, they can walk for two hours, but they're not, absolutely not going to do it. Vadai Asr, per his last Shuvah. To actively invite them. And it's far worse than the Yisr Lifnever itself. And now Ramesha presents what he holds as Pashit. But he says there's a second Yisr that's worse than Lifnever, and that is Mesis. Mesis and Medir. It's only with all the severity and all the other nafkaminas, she'ain ta'ina l'meisis, that if a dayan knows a limitz chus, but a pelach is supposed to be killed in the Avodah case, we don't even bring it up. Normally, Dan, is supposed to bring up al tzil to any limitz chus. So he says that applies across the board. The einish klape shemaya, the full severity, she'ain ta'ina l'meisis, yesh b'chol yisrim, and his raya is Kimafirsh Zahajan Daf Khaftes, Shayola, Frabshim Banachman Amar Bianisan, Minayan Shain Taina Lamesis, Minocha Shachadmani. Kamar says, how do you know that based in should not think of a Limitzchus for a Mesis? If the Aidus is solid, we gotta make sure the Aidus is kosher, and he's guilty, then he's guilty. No. How do we know we don't taina from Nocha Shachadmani? Why Nochash got into big trouble? And he was cursed forever and ever. And the Gemara seems to be alluding to the fact that he could have had a taina. What was his taina? 
Divri Arav, Divri Atama, Divri Mishaimim. Nachash could have said, what listen to me for? I'm just here as Yetzirah, I'm working for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Try to give him schar, that's all. Just a regular day of work. Believe it or not, the <laughs> Gemara is saying that would have been a good taina, but he didn't bring it up. He was pretty smart. He didn't bring it up, so Akash Baruch Hu, the Dayan, didn't bring it up. Akash Baruch came to him and says, your fault, then you're going to be cursed first. Why do you say, Divirav, 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 why is that my problem? That's what the Yitzhah is supposed to do. The answer is, you don't bring it up. But it sounds like it would have been a good taina. Let me ask you a question. If the Mesis Medir, Chacham Aslan, learned this sugya, and then we arrest him, and he comes to Bastin, and he doesn't wait for any damn to bring it up, because they're not allowed to bring it up. And he says, Rebbe, I have a tiny, just in my own self-defense. Do we let him off the hook? Obviously not. Why not? Because there's a Pusik that says he can't be a Mesis. By the Nachash, there's no Pusik yet. That's one possible chilek. The other possible chilek is, is that Ramesh is claiming, this was Navarazar, this is Shari Surim. By Shari Surim, if he brings it up, there is a concept of so maybe you could bring it up. But can't. you can't be a Mesis. But Ramesha's Raya is that we're talking about Machalasasiris. We're talking about eating. Ariman, Achita, pick your just don't pick an apple. Whatever you want. It's Machalasasiris. So that's what in the in the other truva, which we're not going to do now, somebody wrote in, they said, the Gemara explains that he basically the Pusik says. He told them, no, you got to eat this. you got to mamish be like a god. So it's interesting. That's bad, really krum. <laughs> is that kfira? If, if somebody wants to be like a god, the answer is there's only yachtas Hashem. It's a fascinating concept. Yachtas Hashem is only one god. So if you eat something because you want to become a second god, that's already kfira because you're trying to be competition. And if you understood yachtas Hashem, you'd understand there can't be competition. So yes, it's kfira, but it's worse than kfira. It's like trying to make yourself the Avodah itself. So that's what somebody's going to ask Ramesha. I'll give you the short answer now. We'll see the tshuva later on. But Ramesha says, fascinating terrors. He says, no, it was Machol, so seriously, he's trying to get her to eat grapes or drink grapes. Some say she squeezed it. Al-Demishan didn't know what it was, but he should have asked. So why should he ask? Okay, that's different so good. But whatever it was, he's trying to get the Machol, so serious. The way he enticed them was, you really want to get very smart? You want to be like a god, you want to be able to create worlds, so then eat this. So he used Kfira to entice them, but the Avera wasn't the Kfira. The Avera was Machal's Asuris. That's how he talked them into it. Others learned that no, it became Kfira, and therefore it's the regular Sukkah Mesis. But Ramesh's Raya from this Gemara is no. Mesis goes on every Avera, Machal's Asuris, Shatnis, Lashon Hara, um, disrupting davening, and whatever else you're trying to do. He has a very long list of trying to, uh, probably. <laughs> he has, I mean, actively trying to recruit somebody. Yeah, but I don't know. You'd have to have a case. What you're asking is totally in the following. Why isn't every Lifnever a Mesis? I'm actually introducing, this is a major thing for this studio. Here we're, we're a couple of months into introducing Lefnever, and all of a sudden we have a sugya mesis. What's mesis? When you convince somebody, cajole, and entice somebody to do an Avera. Any other good synonyms? And Lefnever is when you're sitting at the table and there's a Nazir here, and you say, you want some wine? Love to, I'm a Nazir. 
you've got to taste this. This is mamish kishmak. This, this stuff, aged special, a nazir special. So is that lifni or That's both. So it is both. It could be if the nazir says, give me one. Yeah. So you have to say, Amish is assuming it depends how much you're encouraging. So sometimes you only have lifni ever. The chish over here is you now have two sugis. Amish said very graphically just now, it has the full severity of the Mesis Medea, except for the Chiyah Skila. But we have no Rachmanus, we're not looking for Schusim, and in Shamayim it's a much more severe din than Lifneiver, as bad as Lifneiver has been so far. Is it still Mesis if the person still does the thing on his own? Like in, let's say, Chilul Shabbos, if there are any ways Mechalal Shabbos, and he just invites him to do Chilul Shabbos. So that will depend. The backdrop of this will be, that's why we need a couple of weeks to develop. This is one of the main themes of Lifneiver when we're trying to do mitzvahs. And Ramesha. We started with this. It's Ramesha, and Ramesha is certainly not alone. He says we can't trigger Navera now that you wouldn't know they'd be doing, which means Ramesha is assuming these kids, the adults in this tshuva, could be, they're not Shamashabas, it could be they're driving around. But Ramesha seems to be assuming that it could be, yeah, it could be not, but right now they're going to be driving over here at 8 30 in the morning because you invited them. So we can't take into Cheshpin. Even though Ramesha, when it comes to tshuva, the doctor seems to, does take, does take into account that he'll be doing it at home, but the real tzirv over there is in the hospital, he might have somebody Jewish, and then he'll be able to treat him, and he doesn't assume that the base of Levi. But here, yes, he is assuming in both these tshuvas that you can't assume. Since Michal Shabbos, anyway, it all comes out in the wash. Right now, he's zicha doing something, he's driving to shul. Maybe he'd be sleeping late, and wouldn't be driving so much. Yes, so here the guy sleeps late. The conversation is as follows. The guy goes over, not this guy, but he would never do this, goes over and says, you know, we, we have a minion over here. I understand you live somewhere in the neighborhood or not too close, unfortunately, but somewhere uh, you want to come to Davin. And the guy, trying to do Kirv. The guy says, I don't know, uh, Saturday morning I sleep late. How late can he sleep already? He has my career shema. Okay, but let's say he sleeps, uh, sleeps very late. So you convince him, so the guy might sleep till one. I've heard of such a thing. There are people who <laughs> he might sleep till three, and then I'll get up and do other things for nine hours, which don't entail too much Chil Shabbos or anything else um, that's uh, <laughs> meaningful <laughs> in terms of doing anything. No, no, that's not true. That, that's for this sugya, live neighbor, that is, so we've had a lot of shilas. Remember the guy, he was using the sukkah space of the guy's parking lot, and he, he ran into a problem with Nehivir because the guy had to drive 20 seconds more. Yeah, that's, that, that nobody is going to offer as a, every, every time of the gas pedal of Imelach is a separatist. <coughs> Just like every time you give him, he doesn't, never makes brachas, you're giving him food. What's the problem? The Mechaber says you can't give somebody food without a bracha. We didn't discuss what the angles are, but it's all going to be part of the Kirv sukkah. We're all going to be the same shayla. So, Mishchel Shabbos is worse. That's why we're starting with this. So, every Malacha counts. And Mechites, he'll be getting up at 8.30 in the morning to go drive in his car. So, Ramesh is assuming that's not going to help. But Ramesh is saying it's not just Lifnivir. If you're inviting, then it's uh, Mesis. And again, it's Rayas, first of all, Menachash HaKadmeni, Avshaloya, Chait, Avarazar, Isra, Achil, Meitzadas. Chazini, you see from here, She Isra, that's quite amazing, as I mentioned, our Mesh repeats this a number of times across completely different sugyas. Same you say. 
יש בעלם פרגף, אף בעין הרחקים כל כך, כשיודע שיסעצלו ללך ברגליים. Step number two, first scenario was they live so far, everybody's driving. And now Moshe says for Lifneiver, which is now in comparison less of a problem than Mises, but still a big problem, he said if you know most people are lazy and they take their car down the block, okay, you can't say it's Mises because it's not a Vadai, but if it's probably going to happen to a lot of people, you still have a Lifneiver issue. Armaisha seems to be assuming, which many do, not like that ritual I mentioned that holds Lifneiver, the threshold for the race is only when it's Kamat Karlavadai. It sounds like the high 90s or something. Armaisha says, if it's Mestaber, you know, Sheodeh, Sheas Atzlu, some of them, even though they could walk, you're not forcing them. It doesn't sound like 100% of the time, 100% of the people, but this is what happens. The Yisuba machines of all Isser, top line, on page two, Mesa's Leka. It's not an isermesis if they have a way to go. Because the invitation is not triggering, oh, it's obvious you're driving. It's that, Lamaisa, a lot of people will be driving because they're lazy, but they, they live 10 minutes by foot. You can't call that mesis. Still worried about live neighbor. Next step. If you don't invite them, this is the more common scenario. They just put up a sign, the bulletin board, send out an email, we're making a minion. There are a lot of from people on the list. Are they responsible? Is it lifting even now? But some people who might drive might come. This is a much more common scenario. And they're giving prizes. I don't know, adults or teenagers, whatever. They're giving some matzchar betzida. Whatever a shraga you give, what is it, a dollar, two, and then some soda? Whatever they're, uh, they're offering. You would think Ramesh's tshuva is not about little kids because that was the last tshuva. So it's got to be more chashuv than that. But whatever the prize is, so that creates a bigger issue because then it's a stronger invitation. Now, what they really want is the people who will walk and could walk. But we know X amount of people are going to come in cars. Because it's still not they could walk, because you're sort of putting a general announcement, but you're also attaching a prize, which is more enticing. So Amesha, when he says, it basically says it's a shayla v'daresa, and yatayi machmer, therefore, you should announce <laughs> that the soda, or whatever the prizes are, the raffle tickets, whatever, is only for those who walk. I warned you, that's what I'm saying. You have to, in Munsi, 70 years later, that sounds kind of a moot point, Baruch Hashem. But in the 1950s, it wasn't. And then the out-of-town places, they're trying to do Kirov. It's not a moot point. This is, a, this, is, this is serious. And so Amesha breaks it down to slightly different scenarios. If you're encouraging heavily, as Vade Trigenis, or then besides the Nebi, you have a Mesa Zemediach. Then, Ramesha, in the last paragraph, apparently he was asked, whether or not a person should leave the shul, leave the makam, if the people are not really that from. Now, this is a, for one paragraph, we're not doing justice to this now. Ramesha knows he can't possibly cover every scenario. He's answering a specific question. Which Ramesha says, never translate my chuvas into English, because if somebody who reads it does not learn, they can start posking incorrectly. So that's why I give all these disclaimers. People are translating and explaining, but 
the Chiddush over here is this Sogia's Lifneivir, and the positive flip side is Arvus and Tochacham. That's why we're covering all of them. It's easier sometimes in life just to leave if somebody's doing the wrong thing or just, I'm out of here. And sometimes that's necessary, sometimes for your own Ruchnia, sometimes for your family, especially impressionable kids and impressionable teenagers and impressionable adults. I think adults become less impressionable when they hit like 90, maybe. And the downside is if you're not there and you're the one holding the line, no one's going to give them tochacha, and you won't be able to bring up the level. So it's always going to be a dichotomy. So if everybody slightly firmer leaves, then you're not going to have anybody there who's bringing up the level. So it's fascinating how Moshe delicately sort of says that, that uh, you would think just jump ship. It's easier, and uh, we know that's not true because there wouldn't be a chi of tochacha. Tochacha means to talk to somebody doing something wrong, why don't you just like, get away from him? The answer is no. Unless the guy's a rusher, or unless he's a Mesa Medich, or unless he's having a negative influence, you've got to be careful, and you've got to examine that and re-examine it all the time. But which means you often have to stay around to be able to hold up the proper uh, levels and give Tachacha. So listen to how Moshe puts this. But Dabashu writes the Stalag Medich's member. So you read this first line, you think, Ramesh is talking about a shul where a lot of the members are not acting properly in the shul. So how would Ramesh even contemplate that the fellow should stay? So you see from the next line, that's not exactly what we're talking about. Don't be so quick to leave. That's not a very pleasant position. He says, oh, you remember here also? He says, yeah, I'm here for the Macha team. But there's got to, there are different <laughs> levels of from kites. So somebody's got that's a chiyuv deraisa, as we had many shirim on it over Yom and Aram. It's very much part of the sugi. It's the flip side of lifneivir. Lifneivir is you can't be marshal somebody, and talchacha is you got to help them raise the bar in a nice, loving way. Vein is yayish. So everybody right away says, Miani, Mani, it's not going to work, not going to listen to me, they'll scream at me. If they scream or in a zifer or hakal, you talk a potter. But Ramesha says, don't give up so quickly. It's the middle of a very uh, heavy-duty tshuva on Mezim Mediach. That's what I find fascinating. Listen to me. Imagine the middle of an English Moshe. Moshe tells them, you can really be Mechazi people. It's not so easy. You think they're not going to listen. You'd be surprised. Say something in a nice way. And you never know. You can make a ration and really bring up the level. Ach, who called man shemes nagin beis kashura. This is a big proviso. So now you understand what Ramesh is referring to in the first place. They're people who were very well behaved and acting from in shul. It's just their general lifestyle wasn't always so. And, and the shoyal was asking rightfully, uh, should I be hanging around? Often the answer is No. But if you're stark enough and it's not affecting the kids, a lot goes into this. This is a very serious shayla. And Ramesha, of course, knew it was, but he said, if you are making a ration, Ramesha knew who he was talking to here, then it's not so pushing your lateral leave. Because you can make a bigger ration than you think, and sometimes pravanivis in the wrong place. But that's only if, in shul, everything is kaseder. But if I'm making changes, again, I throw you back to the 1950s, where shuls are going in one direction or another, no one was static. So he says, if they're introducing changes, this was often what it was. They're trying to lower the machitza and get rid of it. And they're introducing microphones, or they 
have a microphone already, they want to lower the machitza, they want to have uh, ballroom dancing. I mean, there were a lot of things going on there. Uh, I won't say where this was, but um, I was told by somebody who's a generation older than me who said he remembers as a teenager, he was in a place where there was a European rov there, very chashem tamachachem, and uh, it was the 1950s, 1940s, and some of the balabatim came to the rov all up in arms, they're planning, they're planning to have a dance, terrible, what are we going to do about it? And the rov said, no, they're learning very well, they can dance a little bit, what's so bad? The conversation can't go back and forth, and the balabatim couldn't understand why. God, how can you be mad to that? And they said they got dance. And like 20 minutes of the conversation, somebody realizes, Rebus. He says, it's, it's, it's Nashim with Anashim. He, he almost fainted. <laughs> he never had a Havamina. He was new. So if that's being done under shul auspices, then Ramesha says you can't be part of such a, such a massive. But the expectation was, so why did this Rav uh, not understand that right away? The answer is they were acting normal in shul. <laughs> Everybody looked from a jewel and they came to share. Yeah, everything was fine. They looked, they looked okay, and uh, that's why they came to him and told him not everything is as it looks. Uh, so if they're trying to get rid of the mechitza or make serious changes, they take one kutsa shaliyur out of the davening, then you've got to leave. So I'd like to say there's only no again in the 1950s. It's... Uh, Baruch Hashem, not Nagea right here, but it's Nagea and many, and there are many great people who are trying to, uh, in the frontier, and at that point, trying to do care and trying to hold up or raise the level, and it's a very difficult challenge. You've got to ask a lot of Shailas and Kirov because you can be well-intended, and uh, before you turn around, all of a sudden, there's so many things going on that you never realized the slippage, and if you ask a lot of Shailas and get the Drache, you could make a Rosham. We're out of time already five minutes ago, but yeah, I'll take one. Uh, this, the, the shoil was the rub of the shoil? Yeah, so I, it's, it's doesn't see, yeah, it not, like Dafka doesn't say, uh, it doesn't sound like it, though. But, uh, no, the family, but yeah, it's not, um, it, it's a scary thing, because uh, I do receive this shaila today from out-of-town places often, and, but not so far out of town, and it's a, it's a dinafasha shaila. You have a person with a family, they're the right wing, if you'll call it, lack of a better word, of their, of their makom, but a lot of toxic things going on, like, should I leave? And so you got a chayacha kaidmi, you got to protect yourself, you got to protect your family, who your kid's playing with. The other hand, maybe you have a yachid sometimes, I have no family there, he's a sophisticated guy, a starker guy, and he could do kirv, and Ramesha says sometimes you could say something and, and hold the line. Shaili is, Ramesha says, not if they're making changes in the shul already, and you can't stop it. Uh, I'll think about if there's a way I could possibly next week uh, tell you a mice, uh, just I'll pick one Shaila from the last uh, Tkufa. Somebody asked me that, and the details were, uh, it was an incredible, it was a very good Shaila, and what was going on is uh, symptomatic of what's going on in certain places. I just have to think whether I can dress it up well enough that when this goes out to the various radio and other places, um, they're not going to figure it out. So, I'll give that some thoughts. In the meantime, have a wonderful, uh, wonderful weekend, Shabbos. The